Welcome to EMG Transformations with Dan Stoll. Each episode will empower you to ignite your inner fire and provide methods to maximize your mental and physical performance. You never know how one valuable insight can make such a big impact. Please leave a five-star review if this episode leaves a positive impact on you. And don't be shy to screenshot and share episodes on social media that you find helpful so we can spread the message and make the world a better place. You never know who may need to hear and the impact it has on them too. We're only scratching the surface. There's so much more to learn. Subscribe and stick around to manage stress, improve your health, and create lasting lifestyle changes. Buckle up and get ready to spark your transformation with Nova Fusion. Welcome to today's episode of EMG Transformations with the magnificent Lindsay Martinez. Lindsay is an integrative nutritional health coach and celebrity personal trainer specializing in women and peri and postmenopause, along with athletes looking to optimize their health and performance. She's an award-winning TV host, actor, and producer of health and wellness shows. She's featured on ESPN, NBC, CBS, ABC, the Discovery Channel, Apple TV, and Fox, just to name a few, alongside featuring in many magazines. Lindsay's mission is to motivate, captivate, educate, and inspire others to feel ridiculously alive, incredibly capable of doing anything, and outrageously beautiful. Her energy is magnetically contagious, and she's going to get you on fire today. I'm so excited and grateful to have this conversation. Thank you so much for taking time to come on the show today. Thank you for that amazing introduction. (laughs) That was really nice. I need to put you in my pocket. (laughs) Thank you so much. I'm really grateful to be here. Same and glad I could give you that little uh, gym workout pump up for. Uh, yeah, you did. That was awesome. <laughs> awesome. So, I would love to start by hearing more of your backstory and why you went into the health and wellness space. So that's a story that I don't often tell, but of course, I believe this is the platform to tell that story. I have always been into health and wellness and, and fitness, but. The complete shift in career came from my own experiences and it drove me to a passion rather than a career. I was a gymnast and very active in my younger years, but I was born with a congenital heart defect called Wolf Parkinson's White Syndrome. And I used to get these attacks of my heart beating uh, like 180 beats per minute because I sneezed. It was like an extra wire, so to say. And when I was younger, I guess they were protecting me and they never told me that it could ever hurt me. So I had no emotional component to it. And then when I was older and I wanted to have a baby, the doctor told me I should go get it fixed. I moved to America and Canada. They didn't tell me in America. They told me (laughs) when I moved to America and I wanted to have a baby, they told me that I should have this fixed because there's a chance that this could kill me. That was the first time I had ever heard that. And I was in my early twenties and I was so fearful and so 
completely stopped in my tracks of anything. I immediately got the surgery done. Um, and from that point on, I was always scared because what used to trigger these attacks is a flip-flop heartbeat. It's a PVC, a preventable contraction that everybody gets. It's common. But when you're hyper aware, if you're sick, when you get hyper aware of certain organs or hyper aware of exactly how you feel, you know, I notice these beats where other people don't. And they would scare the heck out of me. I never went into one of those attacks again. Thank you, God. Amen. At the expense of nothing, but, um, or at the expense of nothing. I um, would notice them and I started noticing them with certain things that I would eat and certain things that I would do or not do. For example, the amount of sleep that I got or me eating certain foods that really affect everybody, but really affected me. And um, I became a nutrition freak. I went back to school and I got a degree in natural nutrition because I needed to go the natural route um, for myself and my family, to be honest with you. And I was able to manage, really manage the way I felt and stop what was happening in my body through nutrition, exercise and sleep and lifestyle, really lifestyle. And I came across, because I was educated now, across many people that were experiencing things that I knew from my education were not just random things, they were things from what they were eating, what they were doing, what they were not doing. And I ended up making it a, a lifelong career because the gratification I had from freeing someone of something that I know myself to be so debilitating and so able to stop you in your life tracks and your happiness, that it was so important to me and so undeniably gratifying that I ended up making that my life. And again, for me now, it's, it's not a career. It's, it's my passion and it's the most amazing, incredible thing that I can do every day that makes me incredibly happy and makes me feel like I'm giving back. And that's how I really got into it. A lot of people think that I got into it because I'm older and I have a six pack or because my body looks the way it does. And it truly has nothing to do with that. I like it. Don't get me wrong, but it's superficial. It doesn't matter to me. What matters to me is the way I feel. And whenever I work with someone, they always say, I want to cut down. I want to get a six pack. I want to do something. I'm like, okay, but my always, my primary goal with them, and I do let them know that is your health first, because nothing is more enjoyable than being healthy. Nothing. Yeah. And that's what makes you such a good coach because you really prioritize that health and you know, that's so powerful. Thank you for being vulnerable and sharing that side of your story because so many times I feel like people just feel like crap. They have no energy. They have mental fog and they just assume that that's what life is like and that's their normal. And that's really not the case. It's more so a cause and effect of maybe some bad food, a lack of exercise and doing those things and then when we're not doing it we're just like oh this is this is life and this is you know old age and just getting older and stuff like that but no you're here to say that no like you can switch all of that you can transform your life by making these lifestyle corrections and that's what you did with your life and you're a testimony to that that you can flip it around whether you do have a you know, a 
specific health condition, or you're just letting things slide a little bit with your health. And either way, there is hope and you can transform that. So that's something that I find really impactful with your story. And offline, I mentioned how you helping others with their health, that kind of became your calling with how your experiences kind of unfolded and landed you opportunities in the fitness industry. And I was just wondering, like, do you feel the same way? Like it was almost your calling to do this. So I think everybody's put on earth with something special, whether that be to be a great mom, a great cook, a doctor, a lawyer, a comedian, whatever that special something it is, whatever that's something that makes you feel like I call it ridiculously alive is something that changes your life. You're no longer living for, thank God it's Friday. You're enjoying every day. And I think when people find what that special something is and everybody, everybody has it and they act on it and they become that, they, they will get their calling as you call it. And they will find that life is very different when you're living your life with passion. And when you make your life's work about your passion, every day is so fulfilling. You're not just waiting for five o'clock and it's a very different life. And I feel very blessed. Mine happened later on in life. It really did. And I see my children because I, I try desperately to, even with my, the ladies and the men that I work with, even my athletes, I try desperately for them to figure out what that is. Cause it's not always easy to find when you're thinking of it it's easy to find when you're doing it because that's, it's an emotional uh, feeling. It's not, it's not, okay, what am I good at? It's where are you when you're doing something that you love? Where's your head? What are you doing? There's always that one thing that you're doing. There is for everybody. They just have to pay attention, maybe in retrospect, where you're doing something where life ceases to exist, except what you're doing. And for me, it's a hundred percent that for what I'm doing. And it's like the times where you're not thinking about food, the times where you're not thinking about the time or thinking of anything else, you're just there and you're just soaking it up. And that's your thing. It could be cooking. It could be, like I said, anything and anything that you do and you have that much passion for, if you can make that your life's work, money will follow so you can live by it. It just, passion is a magnet. It really is. It's got to be real. When you have passion for something, people listen. They want to know what that is that's making you so positive and what that is that's making your life really, really beautiful. Yeah, that's so good. I always say, like, follow what you feel and do what makes you feel most alive. And, you know, that's pretty much what you exactly said there. Tune into the feeling and less so much of that thinking because we'll overthink ourselves out of everything if we give ourselves the chance. So, if we can really feel that tune into our emotions and our intuition, even I think that's, you know, the best place to do it, like you said. So now you are one of like the world's best health coaches out there. And similar to my story, you kind of went down this path because of your experiences to heal yourself. So I'm curious, what are some of those healthy lifestyle tips that you found helpful on your journey that others can also easily apply in their lives? So that's twofold. One is um, scientific in the nutrition and the other one is a mindset. And I think that the first one, <laughs> honestly, 
actually they're both of equal importance, but I think the mindset sets forth to the body aspect, the science aspect. Um, I have lived my life being very positive. I have things that bring me down in human. Um, and I believe that being positive is uh, really, really important in the way you live your life. And we as human beings are very interesting creatures. <laughs> we have the ability to perceive, for example, and the ability to perceive means that you can apply whatever meaning you want to a situation and change your emotional um, reaction to it. Great example, you're driving in a car and somebody cuts you off. For so many people that ruins their day, ruins the next 10 minutes and they're swearing and they're cursing. How dare you? They speed up, they flick them off, <laughs> whatever it is that they do. However, there's another way to do that because you perceive that guy or the girl was being nasty and they cut you off, but that's what you chose to perceive. You can change that by saying, you know what? You can attach anything you want to it. I always attach when somebody does that, in this example, that they're in a rush to pick up a kid that's in nursery school or somewhere and they're in a rush and they're going to be late. And I gratefully and gracefully move back and say in my head, don't worry about it. I hope that you get to where you need to go. It changes everything, everything. And it's our right as a human being to choose the meaning that we want. It's just human nature to tune to the negative. It really is human nature. If you can train yourself to not do that and choose things that build you up instead of tear you down, then you have life in a whole new meaning and you've shifted your paradigm completely. The other thing is, Honestly, I truly believe that you are everything that you think you are and you're everything that you think you're not. So you need along the same lines as I'm talking before, you need to choose your thoughts wisely. And again, we as human beings get to choose our thoughts. And as soon as we realize that you are the master controller, you can change your whole life. It's just really difficult because it's so much easier to be negative and it's so much nicer to have negative people around you and say can you believe this guy and the people chime in oh my god what an idiot you know like this it, it how about never bringing it up and bring up something nice and i have to tell you it takes practice but when you get there and when you feel that feeling everybody wants to be around you and that's not why you do it because you want to be around yourself <laughs> It, it makes you magnetic. It makes you, it makes you a magnet in a room because you're looking at the good. And you know what? There is bad everywhere, but there's also good. You get to choose which one you, you harp on. That's it. And that's how I feel about the um, emotional aspect. And I think that that is the key to starting to take care of the most important person in the world. And that's you. And people think, oh, that's selfish. You know, it's not selfish because when you take care of you, everybody around you benefits. And I don't think people take this amazing thing that you are given, which is your body, to the extent that they can with their minds and with their bodies. Because with your body, everybody has to realize that you are what you eat. You are what you eat. For example, 
Uh, I love this example. Because you are what you eat, you have to think about a gorgeous, beautiful Bugatti, Lamborghini, Ferrari, whatever that stunning car is to you. It's a piece of perfectly crafted art, right? Would you agree? Yeah. Right. yeah. Now, I picture that as your body. It is even 10 times more than that Lamborghini, Bugatti, or Ferrari. It is outstanding what we are creative of. It's, it's just absolutely unthinkable what we are, right? But if you put crappy gas in a Ferrari, that Ferrari is going to putt immediately. You put that unleaded crap, that Ferrari is not going to function like it should. And unfortunately, when you put crappy, crappy gas in our beautiful engines, we don't putt. We putt later when the damage is done. So that's the difference here. So what we have to remember is that everything that you put in, you may have a little putting, but you don't attribute it because it's not a lot of putting. So when you're healthy and you don't have many putts, if you will, yeah. that's when you want to really put good gas in your car to keep all those engine parts working amazing. And people don't do that because they're not feeling the effects of the bad things they're putting in their body. But we have this little egg, metaphorically speaking, in our body, right? And when you're younger, especially when you're younger, you don't know what's going on in there, but everything that you have bad going on is doing something, but it's contained here until one day it's accumulative, until one day it breaks out and God forbid we get diagnosed with something, right? Lifestyle related, I'm talking lifestyle choices. When you get diagnosed with that one thing, you're like, oh my gosh, I was just diagnosed with, God forbid, diabetes, right? No, you weren't. It wasn't a just diagnosed. You've been putting and not noticing for years, years. And then all of a sudden they change things. And I always say, don't wait for a diagnosis to change things. Change them while you're healthy so that you continue to stay that way. And it's so easy when you're healthy to do and it's and it's joyful and you reap the benefits when you're told you have to do it and when you have to do it it is a pain in the butt to yeah. go to the gym and to do these things you're doing because you have to you got to do it while you want to and you got to know why you want to and even more importantly you said something really interesting you said that like, people are sluggish and they've got less energy so they don't work out and they don't do these things what people don't realize and it's fascinating is that if you have little energy, people say, I have no energy lens to work out. I wake up really early in the morning and I go to bed really late at night and I work all day and blah, 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 right? I'm gonna tell you something that it doesn't make any sense. It's counterintuitive completely. Energy given towards exercise equals more energy. And nobody understands that until you actually did. When have you ever met a CrossFitter that worked his tail off or her tail off or a bike rider or someone who works out religiously that doesn't have this energy that is like, what the heck is coming off of this person? They're like sunshine. They're like sunshine. They're like sunshine because they are working so hard with their body. You'd think they'd be exhausted. So people that are too tired to work out have not yet felt that injection of energy that working out gives because their excuses they're too tired where the remedy is go do it and you'll have more energy because one plus one doesn't equal two here it equals 25. <laughs> so it doesn't make any sense. Yeah. So that's basically the things that I like to um, 
tell it first, because I think people really need a reason why not just this is good for you. It's when you have a reason that resonates with you, that makes sense with you, then everything you do, you understand, and it makes what you're doing much more valuable to you. And it makes what you're doing uh, something that you want to stick with because you know what's coming or you know what you're avoiding. Yeah. All of that was so good, but I really want to hone in on something that you said is you don't have to wait for the diagnosis to change your life. And then you talked about having a why. And I think that's truly the reason or having that why is what's going to get you to change before the diagnosis, because this is something that I, it's a concept that I wrestle with other people in this space and just people that have that growth mindset is how do you awaken someone to change their life before that big life-changing event happens and they're forced to change because again, no one wants to be told what to do. So how can they make that change on their own terms, but still have that motivation and that drive where it's like at the ladder where it's like, oh, I have to do this now. So that's a really solid question. (laughs) It's tough. (laughs) Sadly, sadly, and I'm going to say this, and I don't mean to be Debbie the Downer. Sadly, a person has to come to that on their own unless they seek somebody else. A person has to come to that on their own. They have to be watching the right things, listening to the right things. Um, I think they get early warning signs. And if they act on those, those are really good. Like too tired, for example, or constant stomach pains, or can't sleep certain things that they address once they address that then these conversation happens but i can't get to somebody um that isn't listening right and i don't mean not listening when i'm standing there i mean i don't i can't get to them because i don't know them <laughs> i really mean that i literally made a tv show called happy healthy stronger on wrppi tv in the younger years um maybe like 10 years ago uh to reach as many people i was reaching people one on one i'm like this is not enough I, I see the changes that are happening. It's not enough. And when I hit 100,000 viewers, I said, that's not enough. And that's when I made my documentary. I want it to be international. I want it to be everywhere to reach as many people as I possibly can to send this message that I'm giving you now that do it now, do it now. And don't worry about later. Just enjoy. It makes it, it when you take care of yourself at the rudimentary level, which is diet and nutrition, what you put in your mouth and how you move your body. When you take that, that is the basis of self-respect. It is the the rudimentary level. And when you do that, it breeds a confidence that you're taking care of yourself. And that confidence is really powerful. And it trickles down into every single solitary area of your life. It makes your life happier, healthier, stronger, and it makes you a powerhouse. It really does because you are respecting yourself. And you only get as much respect as you give yourself back from the world. That's it. And if you're just letting yourself go and you're wondering why things are falling apart, it's because you're not respecting yourself at the rudimentary level. And I really firmly believe that to be a hundred percent true. So I think it's really, really important for people to know, well, I have no confidence. I have no this, I have no that. Uh, I'm not getting anywhere in life. I feel like I'm in a rut. Stop everything you're doing. And go to the rudimentary, the rudimentary problem is you're not taking care of you. You're not. 
And that's where your happiness comes from. When you work out, when you move your body, it could be anything. Find what you're passionate about. It doesn't have to be at the gym. Go take a dance, take a pole dancing for heaven's sakes. Do whatever it does that makes you laugh and have fun. Go with a friend. Do whatever it does to make you move. And then get a little more knowledgeable on the foods that are are really harming you and don't belong in your body, don't belong in anybody's body, right? And understand the market and how things are done and money and all of that. And get get it educated. We have to educate ourselves because if you wait for the market to educate you, you're going to get everything that they have to get you to buy their product because we're not worried about us. They're worried about their pockets. And that's just, you know, that's just life because everybody needs to make money. And I respect it. I understand that. But you owe it to yourself to give yourself your own education. I don't know if I answered your question, to be honest with you. I think I went all over the place. (laughs) No, you did. Um, No, like what I'm thinking first is like, identify those red flags first, because they're always coming and those red flags will get stronger and stronger. And they might even be like whispers. They get louder and louder that something's coming. You need to make a change. And that knock is just going to continue to get louder until that big life life event happens, whether that's a diagnosis or, you know, your partner leaves you, like whatever that case is, and then flip it on the other side. So when it's like finding out that thing that you do want, your true why, what are those green flags that you're feeling? And then you can lean into those flags and kind of use that as like a polarity of like, where are you feeling? Does this feel good or does this not feel good? And those simple questions can lean you in the right direction from what I'm hearing, at least. Oh, I completely agree with you, but you have to be in tune to Mm. yourself and willing to get a little spiritual, to be honest with you. And I think that when people get there, they find so many answers and the answers aren't, aren't readable and they're not look upable, if you will. The answers are within you. Yeah. What's important to you and what you want to do. And and somebody else's career may look amazing, but it may not be your passion. It's what you want to do. And as far as the red flags are concerned, the reason I do these podcasts and I do everything that I do so publicly is so true what you said, Dan, is so that people can recognize a red flag. And so people know that they don't have to get stuck in the rut. See, oftentimes people don't have a basis of comparison to what really feeling good is like. They don't have a basis of comparison. So if they give it a try just for a little while, they're like, I will never go back to the way I was. And that really is what happens. It, it really is what happens. And when you eat really well and you eat something yucky, like on the regular, you're going to find that I don't feel good. This is how I used to feel. I don't want to feel like this anymore. It all is about helping people get to the point where they have a basis of comparison to know it wasn't the norm with what you're feeling. And if it was the norm, it's mediocrity and we don't settle for mediocrity. We, we, we strive to thrive and not to just survive. Yeah. If you don't know what feeling good is like, just check out one of Lindsay's boot camps and you'll feel good after that. And you'll know that comparison and that contrast and you'll never want to go back again. So highly recommend that even the nutrition aspect of it, when you start fueling yourself with good foods, you're going to notice that change and you're not going to want to go to those fast foods or those fried stuff that make you feel sluggish and inflamed and all of that bad stuff. You'll know the difference. And once you know that difference, once you start reading the food labels and you see all of the garbage in there, it's very hard to go back and purchase that the next time. So getting that awareness is so important to making those lifestyle changes that that actually stick. 
Yeah, because you've got the why. When you've got the knowledge, it's all about education and then putting it to use. It really is. Yeah. So now, since we're transitioning into food here, everybody's favorite topic, you kind of mentioned how the mindset and nutrition are the two most important parts. So is would you say nutrition is kind of the foundation to getting that overall health? Or is it still like the mindset in there? Oh, no, I, you you can't do it. You, I don't think you can have a proper mind without getting the proper nutrition because without the proper nutrition and movement, you're not getting proper sleep. You're going to be foggy, you know? So I, I do believe that the proper mind may be uh, perpetrated uh, from uh, or, or a catalyst uh, would be the nutrition for that because you get clear when you eat well you get really focused and things are easier to come in your mind. So I think that uh, is really key. Again, rudimentary was the exercise and the nutrition. And I believe that that mindset at the same time uh, is, is also really important. It's hard to tell which one, but I do think you get clear minded when you're, when you're eating really well and you're fueling your body with the things that it can use. That's the point, right? That it can use and, and use productively and make you better. Right. Yeah. Cause everybody's body is different and what fuels me efficiently might not fuel you the same way. So finding out what works best for you, that's how you'll make those changes. And, you know, for me in my condition with having Crohn's disease, diet and stress management are the two most important things to keep me at ease and, you know, on track with my illness and, you know, I kind of lead towards that mindset because without the right mindset, it's hard to actually follow through and eat the foods that you know you need to eat or exercise and get out of the get out of the bed in the morning and stuff like that. If you don't have the proper mindset, it's hard to actually take the action and follow through on those things. Yeah, I think that's a very valid point. I really do. I think that that, like you said, without the mindset, you're not going to do anything. And what's amazing about taking care of yourself, like from from nutritional as well, because it clears your mind, but from exercising, so many people are so, lacking energy, lacking vitality, la- lacking positivity, lacking endorphins. La- exercise gives, it's like natural speed in a jar. <laughs> it's amazing. It's natural. It's a natural upper. And it does give you the motivation to do those things. And when you feel that good, you want to take care of yourself, right. you know, so they go hand in hand, but I do believe you're a hundred percent, right. You won't even start the exercise without the mindset. So that definitely has to be the precursor. I agree with you. Awesome. Yeah. Glad we're on the same page here because like for people to get that transformation, like what are the steps to do that? And now they know like, okay, if I get my mindset right, it'll be easier to follow through on everything else and, you know, get to that end result. So glad that we're uh, putting the pieces together here. (laughs) So I'm curious, what are some of your favorite nutrient dense foods that you enjoy? So I want to answer that question, but can I answer one key question? I think that, that if people are listening and they don't know, I think that this is a really good why and all that information would be in that question you just asked me. Is that yeah. okay? Yeah, go ahead. So I don't think people know why it's important to eat well and to get all, all those nutrient dense foods that we're talking about. And I think that you hear all this terminology uh, throughout 
every advertisement that we see, throughout every commercial that we see, uh, as to, oh, this has antioxidants, this has that, this has that. And you're like, okay, I'll eat it, right? But if you know the why, because some of the foods you may not like leafy greens, for example, so many people don't. But if you know the why and you have the exact science of the why, and I can make it really simple, then you're going to eat it no matter what. And then you're going to reap the benefits of being nice and healthy. So I'm going to give you like a brief overview, if you don't mind, would that be okay? Yeah, go for it. Here's the thing. We have these free radicals in the air, right? And they're damaging. Free radicals come from lifestyle choices like smoking, like fried foods, like processed foods. They have free radicals in them. Then you've got things that are unavoidable, like air pollution, like the the product of metabolism, you've got, you have no choice but that one, breathing, right? Uh, like drinking water, even if it's filtered, you have all these things that have these free radicals in there. Your body is being inundated. This is how we get sick, right? For most sicknesses, this is what happens. You see, free radicals are simply put a molecule that needs a buddy. It's got, it needs an electron. It needs a friend and it gets in your system because it's, and you're making them (laughs) by breathing. And what it does, because it needs an electron, the only place to get an electron is a healthy cell. So it steals the electron because it has to be stable. All electrons have to be, I mean, all molecules have to be stable. So it steals an electron from a healthy cell. The result is a damaged cell or the death of a cell. Now, when you eat certain nutrient-dense foods and foods that are really high in antioxidants. This is what happens. An antioxidant is simply this. So whenever you hear it now, it's gonna be so simple and everyone's like, oh my gosh, I have to do this. When you have something that has high levels of antioxidants in them, antioxidants go in there and they give, they're givers, they give the electron to the free radical. So it never steals it from your cell meaning that your cells never get damaged and your cells are protected. And that's why you eat healthy. That's why you have these foods because these foods will 100% protect your body. And knowing that, knowing that, I don't know anyone who's listening to this right now that won't want to eat healthier, right? Remember the foods are processed foods and the fried foods are giving so many free radicals. Without eating those good ones, you're damaging your cells one by one. Again, you're not gonna putt yet, but you will. And that's how you cause damage. So the nutrient dense foods, the ones that have the highest antioxidants to stop your free radicals in their tracks from stealing the thieves that they are, your cell electrons, is leafy green vegetables and fruits and vegetables, period. They are the highest antioxidants. They're Mother Earth. They're amazing. I always say, please try to get them organic. Places like Aldi's are all over the country, right? All over the world. Aldi's has, and Walmart, for example, have the most inexpensive organic foods, which are the same as your local grocery store, same name brands, and the same as your Whole Foods or your Fresh Market, your, your health food stores, same name brands. But because you have to put in Aldi's, You have to put it in a bag by yourself. (laughs) It's a fraction of the cost. I mean, like almost half and in some cases more than half for some things like organic eggs are 
$2.99 versus $8.99. There's a humongous difference. So nobody can say anymore that they can't afford organic. The reason I say organic is because if it's not organic, it's sprayed with pesticides because they have to. And I get it. But those pesticides are loaded with free radicals. And then you're getting the antioxidants. You're also getting another dose of free radicals. So there's no real benefit for you. They're just fighting off each other, right? So if you can go organic, which is, again, why you go organic, right? There's another why. Um, When you go organic with your fruits and vegetables, you're getting nutrient-dense foods that have really, really high antioxidant levels. And the brighter the color, the the deeper the green, the more antioxidants it has. So that's your easy to figure out, right? Like kale, spinach, broccoli, raspberries, blueberries, blackberries, cherries, these things are those dark, rich, rich uh, um, colors, carrots. I mean, it's like, wow, that's a bright color in nature. All those things are so high in antioxidants. They will protect you. They will heal you and they will make you live longer, feel better and absolutely live a much, much richer life. That's so good. And in simple terms, too, because now I understand that very well. And I know the listeners will, too, with having that electron, they need that electron, but then the body, you know, takes it away. So then if we can put those foods and replenish us, give us the antioxidants, create that balance, that's where we'll be feeling the best. So that's going to stick with me for sure. And uh, I'm glad that you took the time to share that with us. No, it's my pleasure. It's really important because you, if you could stop a thief from stealing and damaging, it's all you're doing. That's it. If you think of it as simple as that, and every time you don't stop that thief and you don't eat the foods that are going to stop that, you're damaging yourself. You just don't feel it yet. You'll feel it later and it's not worth it. It's not worth it. Yeah. So a similar question I have is what are some natural ways to reduce inflammation, which is another life drainer right there? Yeah. So inflammation is almost the root of most of those killer diseases. And they actually exasperate anything that you have going on, meaning you in general, like for you, if you're inflamed, I'm sure your Crohn's kicks up, right? Yeah. Uh, and if you have, uh, and uh, for anything, rheumatoid arthritis and anything, any type of infl- inflammatory uh, issue that you have, if you're eating foods that cause inflammation rather than take it away, then you're going to exasperate an already pre-existing condition or create one, right? By having too much inflammation. So some of the foods that stop inflammation, you want that first or the ones that cause inflammation? Uh, no, let's start with cause and then go to stop. So we know yeah, what to that's avoid. A that's, a, that's a better place to go. <laughs> so things that cause inflammation, number one, sugar. Yes. Number one, sugar. That is the most outstanding inflammatory response. And it's a terrible response for every reason. And there's so many alternatives out there. And especially with science today, it's so, it's so smart. People are so smart. We've got stevia, stevia extract. The liquid is best. You've got honey. Honey's great. You've got fruits. These are the things that you need to satiate your need for sugar. When I think of sugar, I go all the way back to when I was a kid in the 80s and in the 90s. 
and I go back there, that's when sugar was at its biggest hype. And we always talked about not eating any fat and you can have all the carbohydrates you wanted. And that wouldn't, that's how you ward off heart disease and diseases. When in fact, science revealed that that is not the case. The fat is good, the good fats and the sugar is what's causing all the damage. It is damage causing. So we have alternatives and that's beautiful. We have amazing alternatives. So that's number one. Number two, fried and processed foods. Fried foods are horrendous for your body. The oil is absolutely not okay. And it wreaks havoc and causes all sorts of inflammation. And assume that anything that you're getting that's crunchy in a restaurant is fried. (laughs) Assume that when you're ordering fish and you think you're eating fish because it's good and healthy to eat fish, don't get it fried. Don't get it pan seared. Don't just get it baked or broiled, right? Um, really important. And the processed foods, those are your, your processed grains. Those are white rice. That's your whole wheat products. That's your pastries, your cookies, your popcorn, your all of these things. I was like, Lindsay, what can I eat? I'll get to that, <laughs> right? Those things are so inflammatory. It's just why? Because the number one is sugar, right? Those processed grains have a different appearance outside, but when you swallow them and you metabolize them, they're metabolized exactly as a sugar, exactly. So these are the reasons you don't want to have those, but there's other choices. There's almond flour pastries. There's stuff in my cookbook, which is amazing, Um, but there's so many alternatives. And what's amazing is the industry has really caught up to us. The industry knows this now, and they know that there's a bunch of us out there that are not standing for this anymore. So you'll see things sweetened with stevia. Don't go for things that are sweetened with um, sucralose because they're hidden. You got sucralose, fructose, lactose, all these different, uh, is it mexidose? I can't remember the name of it, but there's a bunch of these things that are in there uh, that people think, oh, it's not sugar. Yes, it is. (laughs) Those are hidden terms for sugar, Um, but honey, like I said, but anyway, the processed foods are just sugars. Really important to stay with that. And if you're interested and you don't want to live your life without these because they're pleasures. Food is a pleasure. There's chocolate sweet with stevia called lilies, for example. You can make chocolate covered strawberries with them. You can make chocolate bark with them. You make a banana bread, banana bread without grains. It's four things. It's four simple things to make a banana bread without grain. And it's delicious and it's got chocolate in it. There's so many things that you can do. There's so many products you can actually buy without cooking that have now worked up to that industry standard that's meeting the standards of people like myself, like you, that are no longer standing for this crappy food in our diet. So that's number two. There's so many. That's actually number two, number three. Believe it or not, the commercial oils that people are using, like sunflower oil, cottonseed oil, grape seed oil, everybody thinks, oh, these are so much better. Horrible. They're loaded with omega-6s right? Omega-6 is going to be inflammatory. Now there's always a balance between omega-6 and omega-3s, but in these particular oils, there's not more on the omega-6 side. And the omega-6 side, it's a fatty acid. The omega-6 side is pro-inflammatory, major. The only oil I would ever say to have is macadamia nut oil, which is, I've never seen it. (laughs) I've never seen it, but all extra virgin organic cold pressed olive oil. That has a really good balance. It's way more omega-3s or it's balanced. And that is one from health promoting and anti-inflammatory. So that's the only one. Assume that everything that you get in a restaurant 
is going to be used with a vegetable oil or a cottonseed oil or a saf because it's cheaper. Assume that that is what you're getting. If you're really watching and you don't, you don't always have to eat amazing. I'll get into that. You don't always have to eat amazing, but on the regular, you should. When you're home, you should. Just don't have it in your house. That's it. Don't have it in your house. And when you go out, you can have it, but that's a whole other topic. But that's, that's another one. What is another inflammatory? Alcohol. Yeah. Alcohol inflames your esophagus, your larynx, and your liver. Your liver performs 500 functions, literally 500 functions. It is, it, it detoxifies your body. When you have too much alcohol, a little alcohol is okay. When you have too much alcohol, you are inflaming an organ that is crucial to your health. So if you're having an inflammation bout, or if you're worried about inflammation at the moment because something's bothering you or not, stay clear away from the alcohol. And um, I can go on. You want to hear some more? Yeah. I mean, give us like two more and then we'll dive into so, uh, uh, They call it lot, lot fed meat, for example. This is commercially raised animals. That's your pork, your chicken, your beef. Uh, and what happens here is those commercially raised animals are kept in a really small confined area. So they end up getting a lot of trans fats. They get really fat, but they get fat because they're fed grains, some more uh, soy and corn, for example, which are really high in omega-6, mm-hmm. right? You're gonna think what they're eating, you're eating, right? Yeah. You're eating everything they do. So uh, that meat is tainted and it's not good. And the fact that they're not able, not from the cruelty side, because that side is a whole different ballgame for me. I just terrible. But the fact that they're not eating well, the fact that they're they're shoved with hormones and antibiotics because they're on top of one another and they have to make sure they're not sick and they're shoved hormones that they get fatter. So they're that whole bit. That meat is terrible. It's a never, it's not a no-no, it's a never in my books. But you can have grass-fed free-range meat. And again, places like Aldi's have that. The same brands as everywhere else, but it's the same price as a steak that you would buy in your local grocery store. So uh, same with the chicken. Really, really important. So why buy the free-range and the organic? This is why, because you're not only you are what you eat, but you're also what you're eating ate. (laughs) So it's really important to remember that. So that is a major major cause of inflammation and diseases. So you have to be really careful with that one. Now that has a branch onto processed meats like cured meats or uh, salted meats or um, what do they call it? Uh, Smoked meats. Those are even worse. Same reasons, just terrible. So uh, those those are really good examples of things that cause inflammation. And the fried food, the sugar and the processed foods in general, I think are the biggest ones that people would concern themselves with. The meat is easy to rectify. It really is. But those would be definitely the main ones. Yeah. And eat organic too. Can't forget that. (laughs) Well, that's what I'm saying. Like the organic is super, super, super important for all those antioxidant free radical story reasons. (laughs) Yeah. So that was amazing like anyone listening run that back make sure you're cutting out all of the inflammation in your diet and then refueling yourself with things that are gonna you know restore you and you know get rid of any other things in there so thank you so much for sharing that and i have to know like what are your gut health tips to 
restore and replenish a healthy gut? I, I just have to know for this one. <laughs> for a gut, uh, first of all, I think you have to find out what's bothering your gut. Mm. Most people, it's inflammation of yeah. some, whether it be a food irritant. I think your number one thing you should do first is get rid of your inflammatory things. Get rid, get all the inflammation. If you do too many things at once, you never find out what it is, right? right? So the number one thing you want to do is get rid of your inflammation first, right? And that would be by avoiding these major inflammatory foods. And the second thing is, is you want to bring your inflammation down. So there's things that you can do without food. And that's, of course, very obvious. You need more sleep. You got to get really good sleep. And really, even more obvious, you need to exercise. Those two things are hand in hand for inflammation. But as far as ingesting things, there are some things that you can do while you've got something going on with your gut, for example, and that would be green tea. Uh, Pineapple is one of the most amazing anti-inflammatories. It has an enzyme called bromelain, and bromelain is one of the most amazing anti-inflammatories. I almost think as strong as an anti-inflammatory pill. It is absolutely incredible. I run marathons and I have pineapple every single day and I'm always fine. Um, There's other things like um, ginger root, making, cutting up ginger and making ginger tea or adding ginger. Uh, Curcumin from turmeric, one of the number one anti-inflammatories. These are all natural things that you can do. It's amazing what you can do. All those greens, all the vitamins I was talking about, the greens from the cruciferous vegetables, like uh, broccoli, kale, spinach, major, really good for bringing down inflammation. So there's so many things that you can actually do. Fatty fish, for example, fatty fish is great. Like salmon has omega-3s and that omega-3s are awesome for reducing inflammation. So once you get that under control, you'll probably get a little flatter if you're bloated and you'll probably understand your gut. Now your gut, um, meaning anyone, is going to be very different from somebody else's. It's really important to know what bothers one person is not necessarily going to bother the other person. But the number one thing that I would do is I would take dairy out of your diet. Okay. For if you're having gut issues or if you want to avoid it, is dairy is has been. You can have unsweetened yogurt or kefir, right? And has this amazing bacteria in it naturally. So you're not taking a bacteria. You can take the bacteria and really help yourself as well. We're talking from a nutritional standpoint. Those are the only two things that I would have with dairy. Those have uh, bacteria that actually break down the lactose and the protein for you. And then it has all those strains in there to really help your gut come back and flourish, right? Taking out gluten is a really, really, really good one for your gut. Gluten has a whole other story, but gluten could be the number one reason why people get gut issues. Gluten goes in as a protein and you actually have to have perfect stomach acid in order to digest a gluten gluten protein. You have to picture um, a pearl necklace, if you will. And that pearl necklace is a chain of glucose molecules and it's the protein, it's a gluten protein, right? And it looks like a pearl necklace. Well, if you have enough stomach acid, it's going to release each one off the pearl necklace, each bead off the chain, right? And that's how you break down your food. That's how you like, you've got a chain of amino acids for fats. You've got a chain of glucose for carbohydrates. You've got a chain uh, and so on, uh, lipids for fats and so on and so forth. Well, this gluten is a chain, right? Most people 
like I can't even tell you like the percentage, but it's super high. Do not have perfect stomach acid. That whole chain goes into your digestive tract and it's a bull in a china shop. And in your digestive tract, in your small intestines and in your intestines, you have these little things that are my, called microvilli. And they have a little finger, like hair-like projections. And the molecule that of nutrient is supposed to get sucked up in there and it goes into your bloodstream, right? That's how you're fed. That's how you're fed your nutrients. It goes into your bloodstream. When it's a whole chain, it can't go in there. When the whole chain goes in there, it breaks those microvilli. It breaks them. So you can no longer use them to suck up your nutrients. So if you're having too much gluten and all of a sudden you're getting digestive issues, it is the gluten that's taken away a lot of your microvilli. And now you're no longer getting the nutrition from every food that you're eating. You're not going to absorb as much as you normally would until those grow back, but they won't go back until you stop gluten. It takes like 30 days and those grow back. And all of a sudden you're feeling like, most people take two weeks off of gluten. Say, I don't feel the difference. It doesn't matter. You need 30 days for that microvilli to grow back at least 30 days, sometimes six weeks, right? And you've got to be eating the right foods, right? So all those nutrient-dense foods that I'm talking about to let your body heal, right? And do its thing, right? And then those grow back and all of a sudden you're issue-free. So the number one thing I always say is get rid of the, the dairy. That 60% of people are allergic to dairy in this world today. 60%. That's a very high number, right? Yeah. And that I, I would say the number is even higher for a, either a gluten allergy or a gluten sensitivity. It is the number one thing that I tell people to do to heal their gut. And then healing your gut is eating the right foods that feed your gut. Sauerkraut, things that are fermented are outstanding for the bacteria, the good bacteria that your gut needs to thrive and getting rid of the sugar. It's all tied together. The sugar feeds the yucky bacteria and that bacteria will thrive and survive and take over and cause you gut issues if that sugar is there. If you remove that sugar, those bacteria starve. They starve <laughs> and you give your body a chance with healthy, good bacteria, whether it be you're taking a pre and probiotic or whether it be you're having things that are fermented because fermented foods have the greatest amount of gut healthy organisms to get that back, but you have to do it one thing at a time. Because if you do everything all at once, you will have no idea what to add back. You will have no idea what did it. And it's a process, but it's a process well worth it because you're the most important person in the world. Wow, I'm learning so much over here. So thank you for taking the time for all this. And I wanted to get a clarification real quick. Is the gluten that uh, specific reason with the microvilli, I think you said, is that what causes leaky gut when we're having too much gluten and it's breaking off those fibers and those those tingly things that you were saying? No microvilli. Yeah. So leaky gut happens for way too many reasons to answer that question. Leaky gut happens for so many reasons. And that's not uh, definitely, definitely a precursor to it, without a doubt. However, um, that happens for other reasons as well. It happens from, from so many different reasons. And that leaky gut is terrible. But when you take the sugar out, you give the right probiotics, your body does heal itself. It really does. So we are the most amazing creatures on the planet. We have the ability to heal. You don't have the ability to heal if you don't give your body the means to heal. So your body is so smart, but it needs the tools to work with. If you eat right and you put the things in your body that your body can use, 
then your body will heal itself. Get an, enough sleep, move your body. So you have circulation. So everything's moving, you know, and you will heal. And it sounds like a chore, but it's not because along with doing that comes this amazing sense of confidence that we talked about comes this amazing energy, this amazing positivity, this incredible en endorphin release. And it allows you to do and be anything that you want. It does. It just is. It's, it is the ticket to your freedom. It's the ticket to your happiness in every aspect, right at the rudimentary level. People just don't look that far down. Where's this coming from? I'm just so happy. I don't have money. I, I'm just so unhappy. I don't have this. I don't have that. Go back to the basics. Take care of you. You won't think like that anymore. You'll just, these things will appear on how to do it. They, everything you have to work for and the love of, for life is in the work that you do to get to somewhere. It really is. That's right. And so uh, this gives you the will and the power and the optimism and the motivation and the inspiration to do it. And with, without moving your body right and taking care of yourself, I don't believe anyone gets to where they want to go. This is so good and exactly why I wanted to bring you on today. Like this conversation is so impactful. I know it's going to change so many lives. It's changing my life and all of the tools that you really just laid down and how to add that layer effect to add those healthy lifestyle tips, whether that's the nutrition, the exercise, and all of those things in between there that layer on top of each other with the nutrition, that's what's going to get you feeling the best so you can do the things that you want to do. And, you know, I think we talked offline, I always say every day is a new life and really to make the most out of that and put that concept to practice. And, you know, it's not about those destinations, but the journey and who you're becoming. And that's what makes life beautiful. And, you know, having these relationships, getting those connections along the way, that's what, you know, it's happiness and fulfillment. And, you know, having good health puts you in a position to network and be around people and be happy while you're doing it. Because if you don't feel good in a room full of people, you're going to push yourself in the corner, you're not going to engage as much. So really, if you want to maximize this limited life that we all have, putting your health first, making you the priority, like you say, that's where we start. And it's so important. Yeah, it really is. And people don't see that that's truly where true happiness comes from. It really is. That's that's the basis of your motivation, the basis of your inspiration, the basis of your oomph for life. It gives it to you. It is the most, until you do it, you don't experience it. Again, you don't know what you don't know. But if you give it a chance, you're going to know it. Yeah, well, I think we could like be talking to midnight here, but we should probably wrap things up. Uh, don't want to hold you too long here. Um, but I got one final question here. If you could go back in time and give advice to your younger self when you started on your you know, health and wellness journey and really catapulted your career, or even when you were newly diagnosed and figuring out what was going on and just not sure what was next, what would you say to that little Lindsay to prepare her for the road ahead? Because I know that this life that you have now is something that you didn't really plan for. That is, that's a curveball, huh, Dan? That's what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah. That, that, okay. 
I'm going to follow it up with this and just pure transparency here. I, I look at every single solitary thing that I've been through and I don't want to change any of it. Nothing. Cause I would never be where I am today without almost every moment of what I've been through. So whether it be good, bad, ugly, or phenomenal, I'm grateful. So to go back in time and say, what would I change? I, I don't know if it would have changed the course of my life to say that. So I don't want to say it because some things that are that horrific bring you to something that terrific, right? So um, I don't think that I would change anything. What I would always tell that person, and I think that would change it too. If I could tell little Lindsay that Lindsay, everything's going to be amazing, then maybe I would have slacked off a bit. And I wouldn't have been where I'm at today. So I don't think I would tell her anything. I think I'd let her fall into it and fall on her face and be able to pick herself back up and learn from her mistakes. Beautiful. I mean, experiences plus mindset equals growth. That is the theme here. And, you know, that captivates everything. You have to go through those experiences, really transform to get that growth. And it's hard to, you know, get to those places if you're not in the dark and you don't touch that darkness to shine and get to the light. So, you know, going through all of my experiences, I wouldn't change a thing either, even though life could be radically different. I like the person that I am now and I enjoy the impact that I'm creating. And I know that I would not be on this path and doing the things that I'm doing today if it weren't for those very troubling experiences that, you know, got me even to question, am I going to get through this? Am I going to continue to go through that? So love that answer. And it's so true when you, when you're in a dark time, don't stay there, keep going one step in front of the other, and it's going to turn into something bigger and beautiful than you could ever imagine. I agree entirely. I do. It's beautiful. Yeah. So thank you for sharing that. Now let us know how we can support you. You mentioned your, your book, you got that recipe book recipes for instant weight loss. And I love the collaboration behind that. If you would like to touch on that and you're also hosting the lean skiller Academy, if I said that right. So uh, tell us both about those. So the book happens to, I'm an, I'm nutritional therapist. I have a degree in integrated nutrition. I'm sorry, a certification in integrated nutritional uh, health coaching. And I have people that come to me that want nutritional plans and I do a private customized plan for them. And then they're stuck with me for 30, 60 or 90 days. <laughs> That's good. It's a good thing for accountability. And uh, during, uh, with all my clients that I've had, they end up making their own recipes based on what I feel is good for them in macronutrients or whatever it is. And I took all of their recipes and my recipes and my mama's recipes and I put them together and I made a book and I, I published it on Barnes and Noble and uh, you can get the ebook version of it and you can get it on your Kindle and you can get it on Amazon and it's called recipes for instant weight loss. Now it's called recipes for instant loss. I had to take the weight part out of it because I couldn't advertise it with the weight part in there. Um, and the book itself is an anti-inflammatory uh, style of eating. It's also very low carbohydrates, hence the anti-inflammatory aspects is those carbohydrates, as we, we, we mentioned. And there's like popcorn. And sorry, there's no popcorn. There's everything but popcorn pretzels. There's pizza, popsicles, chocolate, 
cookies, muffins, everything made healthy enough to give it a baby that's not going to inflame you and that's going to promote weight loss. So that's why it's called what it's called. And it's a really nice collaboration of all of my clients. You'll see Anne's recipe for this. You'll see Lynn's recipe for this, Danielle's recipe for this. So it's, it's been, it was a really nice collective. It wasn't just me. It was everybody. And I felt like um, they, they really came up with some really tasty, yummy things that I think the world would benefit from. So we did that. Um, and the Lean Skiller Academy is lean and muscular. It's a Lindsay term. It's called Lean Skiller. And that is for people that are wanting to get off a diet and get on a lifestyle that promotes weight loss. And it's very fast weight loss uh, because you're eating really well, like the stuff in my book. <laughs> um, and it is a mindset course with uh, exercise and diet for one week. And you get all of the PDFs that go with it. And in that one week, you know, people lose between, anywhere between three and seven pounds, but that's not the, you know, it, it, it does continue, but they get the tools in life to know the lifestyle that gets you lean and muscular and it's forever. It's forever. There's absolutely zero sacrifice except for popcorn and pretzels, but you can have that once in a while. So that's okay. Um, but zero sacrifice, super easy to do. And it's just science-based. There's so much crap out there right now with you can eat a burger and still lose weight with French fries. And you just have to take this pill or go on Ozempic or all the these different things that are drug related that are damaging your organs or that you're buying food from someone that's all processed chemicals. Yes, you're going to lose weight, but you're going to make yourself exceptionally unhealthy in the process. And that defeats the purpose of enjoying yourself when you're at a, a, a place where you want to be with your weight. It defeats the purpose. And you're going to come to me when you're done because you're not going to know how to eat <laughs> yeah. and eat all these things. So that the Lean Skill Academy is outstanding for anybody wanting to put on their cape and be their own superhero and get the information to lose the weight by themselves through a lifestyle. Um, I am uh, in my 50s and I have a six pack and I am as lean as you can be along with all of my clients that work with me. And none of us are starving. As a matter of fact, we're eating yummy, crazy foods. And uh, it's a lifestyle. I've been eating like this my whole life. It's for my mom. My mom eats like this. It's, I, it's what I learned. It's how I lived. It's how my sister's 57 and has an eight pack. Her body is rocking. <laughs> you know, we all eat the same and we all do the same thing. So it's not de deprivation and it's the opposite. It's finding a lifestyle that works for you. And I could go on and on about the lifestyle versus a diet, but I won't. But the, it, the important thing is, is you want to be on something that is a lifelong thing so that you're not on a diet. When you're on a diet, you have to cheat and you're calling yourself a failure by calling yourself a cheater. We're not cheaters. We're not. And if you're too restrictive, then you're going to uh, over the weekend, you're going to binge eat until you go back on your diet. It's a yo-yo effect. So it's really good to get off of everything and get on you and get a lifestyle. So we don't think about food anymore. And it just places your macros. Well, it's just really smart science. That's all it is. I have no gimmicky, anything, no pills to sell, nothing. It just works. It just works. So that's the Lean Sealer Academy. My stuff is very different. I, I, I'm in it as a person that loves you. I'm not in it as a person that wants it. all I can get from you with your money. I'm in it for a person that really has something that's worked, that's proven to work, that you can just leave me afterwards and never see me again and you'll be fine. And that's really important to me. I don't want them to need me. I want them to want to know the information and then leave and live a beautiful, amazing life knowing what they know. Yeah, you're empowering people to live that happy, healthy and best version of themselves. And you know, that is a beautiful thing that 
you know, that's your purpose. Like yeah. that right there. Like that is so good. And, you know, I can't wait to dive into that recipe book after this. I'm going to order it and make sure that I go through all of there, get some great recipes, maybe even create a Dan recipe. Who knows? <laughs> but, oh, that's awesome. Let yeah. me know if you do, because my next book will come out and I'll put you in there. Awesome. Yeah, we will for sure do that. And um, I love the the concept of the lean secure, lean secure. I, I, I can't say it. That, again, lean, muscular, mu- lean and muscular. <laughs> yes. Lean muscular. It's a tongue twister for me, but I love the concept of that because you're giving people these lifelong tools that they can continue to apply throughout after that week. And it's not like, oh, you're going to lose like 30 pounds in one week. No, do the res- do the work and you'll get the results. And you're equipping people and empowering people with everything that they need to get that result. And that's what I really appreciate is that you're giving the tangible tools to really transform your life. And you know, that's your purpose and combining it all together. It's just like, it's just an inspiring thing to see. So thank you for taking the time and putting the work to put all of this together for the world out here to, uh, you know, really change their life. Thank you. I'm grateful you said that. Thank you. It means a lot. Yeah. Cause I mean, I know it it takes a lot to, uh, go into all of this so like i just want to it does yeah it's very gratifying exactly you know i i don't think there's anything more gratifying than giving i always say that people don't know this yet for some true happiness comes from giving and it's not of your things it's of yourself and you're special something and when when you start doing that is the only time that you realize that and i realized that very early on and i'm very grateful that i did because true happiness is definitely from giving of yourself there's nothing like it yeah best gift in the world is to give (laughs) so Um, Lindsay. Yeah, thank you so much for taking time to be here with me today and being vulnerable to share your story, your kindness, perseverance, and positivity shines hope on others, and the world is a brighter place because of you. You are inspiring, and I know your best is yet to come. I'm honored that we crossed paths and to call you a friend. Thank you so much for joining me today. Well, you're just one of the most beautiful people I've ever met, Dan, and I am humbled and grateful to have been here. Thank you for everything. You're such a good guy, Dan. You have such a great future ahead of you. I, I, you're, you're just, you're so well-spoken, you're so authentic, and you're so um, easy to be around and, and, and magnetic, and I'm really excited for your career. I think this is wonderful. Thank you so much for having me. Are you ready to take charge of your health and transform your life? Well, get ready because we have the solution for you. Introducing the Nova Fusion 21 Day Wellness and Resilience Challenge. The ultimate program designed to stack massive momentum, achieve peak performance, and spark your transformation. In just 21 days, you can experience a total wellness revolution. Our challenge is jam-packed with daily inspiration, education, 
downloadable resources, and exciting challenges to keep you fired up and on track. But that's not all. When you join the challenge, you'll also become a member of our exclusive Nova Fusion family. Together, we'll support and uplift one another as we continue to grow and thrive. Unlock the secrets of the world's best wellness and resilience practices to stay mentally and physically fit for a lifetime. From renewing healing practices to transformative high-performance techniques, we've got you covered. And here's something that sets us apart. I believe in these practices so much that I'm offering a money-back guarantee. That's right, if you don't see results, you can get your money back so you have absolutely nothing to lose but everything to gain. So what are you waiting for? Take advantage of this limited time opportunity right now. Go to novafusion.co slash challenge to sign up and embark on the journey of a lifetime. Let's spark your transformation together. I can't wait to see you on the other side.